but uh, much before it's the breadcrumbs theory. So, you know, when you have a big meal, you have leftovers and those breadcrumbs, if you collect them, you have a full meal. And you can see lots of businesses that are coming to me with uh, the task is to get more marketing done, more customers. They're off track because when we're going over the reports, we start to see that leads are not being converted properly. Leads not being answered on time. Uh, deals are not being followed. You have the different deal cycle. And we start to identify those problems. And after three, you know, few months, you have 50% growth and you brought zero new business. Now sit back and relax while we take a deep dive and be inspired to take action on improving your business. Here's your host, Stephen Sandor. Uh, welcome to the Inspiring Business Podcast, where we inspire business owners to focus on their genius and create a business that is scalable and ultimately uh, is not dependent upon them. My guest today is Lior Isik, who is the head of the Canadian-based Amazing Business Results and the author of Entrepreneurial Evolution, Bottom Line Lessons to Bring Your Business to the New Age. He is one of the top um, YouTube followings on uh, for, for Zoho CRM and their applications, and he holds a webinar on uh, every Wednesday helping Zoho users and with questions without notice um, and uh, provides them with pr- practical solutions and answers. And he has a fantastic Zoho training program that I personally subscribe to, and the only thing that I regret is that I didn't find it sooner. Lior, uh, I want to thank you for being my guest today and, and welcoming you to Inspiring Business. Hey, thank you, Stefan. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm curious um, whether you've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and, um, and how did you start? It was a rough start. I was a very bad student. Lots of uh, every learning disability that got created, I, I got one of them. And uh, back then, they didn't know what are learning disabilities. So basically, I failed everything I did in school. So uh, I tried to find some significance. So uh, at the age of 10, I started to say bagels. So I sold some, I bought some bagels at one bakery. I went to the other side of the street to a bank with some bagels and people bought it. So that was <laughs> the beginning of my journey. In, in one hour, I doubled my money. So it was a pretty good feeling. And what was the, so that was, you, you realized that trading was, uh, was a possibility. So you didn't necessarily awesome. go to school. <laughs> it was awesome. And then I upgraded my, uh, my empire to sell balloons. <laughs> that was uh, the next stage. So fast forward to, um, to now, um, how did you, you know, what was the progression be- between that early entrepreneurial uh, mindset to now? I, I had until my army time, I had lots of uh, small adventures and all of them were very successful, but very small, like not a business. It was small things. And I made lots of money. And then I, after my service, I opened the pet shop. And I lost all my money in six months. And then I had a you know, bunch of failures, one after the other, which uh, led me to stop and start realize what the hell is going on. You know, I was pretty good before and now I suck. Like, what's going on? And I started to just, just learn more and more and just being better at what I do. So it, it took me a decade to 
be better. So what were the what were the what were the mistakes that you made that you learned from? Oh, many. Uh, first of all, not the, one of the biggest lessons is that the money that's coming into the business is not mine. And it took me some time with the pet shop. It was a very successful pet shop. Tons of business came in. But as a poor boy, when I got lots of money, I'm starting to use it. So I heard that there is a small camcorder in, in Spain, took a flight, you know, and that was like almost 30, 30 years ago, right? So I took a flight to Spain. I bought this special camcorder, came back. I just burned all my money, which was not my money. Lesson number one. So, so cash flow management, that, that's what you're talking about there is... Yeah, cash flow management, not, no, not listening so much to professionals such lawyers and accountants and bankers and insurance agents. Each one of them has its own agenda and they are giving you the, the advice based on their understanding of business and life. And most of them ne- never managed anything. It's just people went out from school, right? And they don't know much. So just take their, their expertise and process it based on your understanding of business and not letting them guide you or God forbid, forbid the marketers or advertisers. Just take it in, in, in proportions. Because you're a real advocate for that when, um, you know, with people who have got their, and we'll get to the, the topic of Zoho, but as a CRM, but I think as a principle, if you, you know, you, you, you say to people, understand what's there for you. You don't have to know everything about it, but you do need to know how it works. And so the intricacies of the, of the business. So rather than, you know, delegation isn't the advocate, you know, isn't abdicating your responsibilities. It's understanding what's going on. So what was that, you know, so how do you, what was the lessons that you learned from, you know, all the advice that you got now? So one of the biggest uh, uh, problems that I had in in my professional career was voice uh, voice over IP systems, basically phone phone systems. Yeah. And uh, I had about seven companies they did for me new VoIP systems that cost me tens of thousands of dollars and it was a failure. And the main reason is that I did not understand how VoIP works. I did not understand what it means to have a VoIP system. If you have one, what it means to maintain it. So for seven times, I was the hostage of different companies and they took advantage of me all the way. And with Zo, for example, some of the people that are listening to my YouTube or webinars or courses, they will come as clients, but they are educated clients. Mm. You know, um, when they're working with developers that I'm assigning to them, the developer cannot say, you know, the blueprint will take three hours or five hours or 25,000 or whatever, you know, scam yeah. it. They know exactly that it takes about one hour to produce a good blueprint. So right. they, they have some kind of a framework to know what they need to be charged or how it works. So they are more educated and that's very important. And was that the inspiration for you writing your book? The book was, it was something else. I just, I just felt that I need to share with my journey with people. And it was 
like five years ago, and the journey of writing the book started about seven years ago. So it was relatively long time ago. I, I just I had the feeling that I need to share, but but that's it. Right. Okay. And obviously, sharing with uh, some of the well, your client bases that's small to medium to mid-size uh, organizations. What do you see? In those, when you when you're talking to those organisations, what are the things that you see? Maybe the you know the things that they could apply from your book into their business, or what are you seeing that's missing from from their business? It, it, it all depends where the business is in in the life cycle. You know, if it's an infant, teenager, adult, mm-hmm. senior, so there are different stages of the business. I think for adult business that is already making some money and have repeated business, some of them are missing some creativity because now everything works. And if you need to make money, you're supposed to be boring, right? Boring makes money, exciting, loses business. So they are really at the, at the boring part. And the creativity can, can bring lots of energy into the business and, and grow more. So I think some of them are missing the creativity with the infants, children, and, and teenagers, side of the business. Uh, Usually it's about the automation part, uh, the planning, understanding that every action in the business supposed to be planned and there's supposed to be a target. A business is not an emotional relationship. Business is, is very logical with some kind, you know, it's like going to the car and just driving. You're not working like that. You go to the car to drive to the pharmacy. There's the destination. And on the way, you can have some shortcuts, whatever it is, but you have a goal. Business is exactly the same. But the teenagers and children, infants, they're missing this picture. They're just trying to get things done, but not Mm. in a planned manner. Yeah, we we talk about um, there's like emotionally in a business there's th- three phases. You, you talk about the you know the children, the infants, um, and the emotions when when people are in that early stages. It's 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 very exciting. It's also scary, yeah. and and there's a lot of uh, you know sometimes it's panic uh, because have I made the right decision? And and you know the investment of time and energy um, and to get that right. You know, as you say, it's that planning, that planning phase. And it's a bit like, you know, getting an, uh, having an aeroplane at the start of the <laughs> runway, right? right. <laughs> and you've got all the, the engines are going, the things shaking, and you're not going anywhere, you know? And right. then you just got to keep going like that. And then you get it to 5,000 feet, you know, and, and then you get to 30,000 feet, and the engines are running at 50%, and you're going faster than you've ever been, you know? But if you stop right. halfway down the runway, then you've got to turn around and start all over again. And then the, you, it's really interesting that you, you mentioned that, that creativity because the second part, so once you've got through that good times, the, the, the emotions that we find f- with the owners is that frustration is that they're not, they're not finding that the business is progressing that, you know, that they'd like it to be. So that, right. so, you know, we talk about the re-energize, you know, re-energizing, reorganizing, putting a little bit of creativity, you know, creating space for people to, um, to be able to um, bust through that through that wall is that what you're sort of implying there? Yeah, so so it's that, and also uh, one 
uh, one theory that I created, uh, also it's, it's from the book, but uh, much before, it's the breadcrumbs theory. So, you know, when you have a big meal, you have leftovers. And those breadcrumbs, if you collect them, you have a full meal. And you can see lots of businesses that are coming to me with uh, the task is to get more marketing done, more customers. They're off track because when we're going over the reports, we start to see that leads are not being converted properly. Leads not being answered on time. Uh, Deals are not being followed. You have the different deal cycle. And we start to identify those problems. And after a few months, you have 50% growth and you brought zero new business. So, so this is the part that, you know, the same way that you will come to my business and you will pinpoint things that are broken that I will not be able to see because I'm in the details. I'm also a bird eye view, but this game doesn't work well, right? Mm-hmm. But if you will come to my business, you will be able to see all the issues and pinpoint them. And this is exactly why people hire you, right? Because mm-hmm. You have this understanding of business and the view which you can pinpoint those problems. Sometimes, the well, the theory is that the business owner has all the answers. Right? They just haven't had the opportunity. Just the questions. To, yeah. Right. <laughs> so when you're in that situation, you know, who, who, who do you go to? You know, do you have a series of mentors or people who you, you know, that you rely on uh, for, for advice? Uh, I, I have a few good friends that, uh, that they are helping me. I used to have a, a mentor that was helping me for some time. But uh, at that point, I think that uh, whatever he had to give, I, I already took. Yep. You know, and, it's, it, and it, this is like relationship. It's like bus, right? The bus is going to different stations and people go in and off. Yep. Some of them for two stations, some for five. But um, I'm blessed with the very good friends in high level that uh, they they able to to have short conversations with me that you know it's like oh I get it <laughs> so it's 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 amazing right right that's wonderful and are they long term relationships or are they people that you've that you've built relationships with over a relatively short period of time uh, no it's it's people that I, I'm working with for for long time. Right. Well, you know, when, when you're starting your journey, um, not everyone are on track like you. Like me, for example, I'm all about growth. I don't, if I see TV, it's just about something specific that I want to see. I will never just watch TV or open Facebook or anything like that. My time is being spent or contributing to others or growing. I don't care about really anything else. Right it's rare to find people that are also with the same mindset, especially in 2021, when people just want to be overwhelmed with whatever, not to think about the problems that we currently have. Mm -hmm. So I have few people around me, and this is why I'm saying I'm blessed to have those people with the same mindset and and understanding of life, you know, going jumping to icy water with me or, (laughs) or, or learning crazy things. So... I, I saw that I saw that um, YouTube uh, video of you jumping in the ice, and you are crazy. Um, you know the it's fantastic. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have ice here in Australia, so uh, um, my, my, the coldest I can get is the the beach um, <laughs> on on a winter's on a winter's morning. So I'll try that when we when we get to winter. I'll try that one. Um, you talking about your mentors. Obviously, they they um, there's a lot of values, similar values and beliefs t- to you. Otherwise, you don't hang out with those people. 
Same, same with business. I mean, we were talking earlier offline that, you know, the, the type of businesses that you work with. So what's your philosophy around, when, you know, when a client comes to you, how do you work out whether you can add value to that particular client and what you're going to do with them? Very fast. Uh, usually, most of my engagements will be few meetings. I don't have people that I'm with for years. And very fast, in, in minutes, I, I will understand if I can add value or not. I, I like to see you know, business and people as, as buckets. So one person will be, let's say, metal. Metal will be those people that are like accountants, numbers, it's black and white. They have their own character. And, you know, you have wood, you have different type of philosophies that I develop over time. And I, I just put people into buckets because we are the same. Even though you want to say I am unique, you are not unique. Mm. You are really like a different version of yourself, but there are hundreds of thousands of them out there. There, there are not too many people that I will not work with, but usually people that are full cap that mm-hmm. they already understand everything and they know everything and they just come to you that you will verify what they already want you to say. Those kind of people that they have difficult working with. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. people that are like me. I'm, I'm an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Just feel me. You know, I have no ego. I don't know much and just give me as much as you can. And let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I was talking with my son last night and, and when, you know, I'm coming up to, um, a birthday. I won't tell you how <laughs> how old that birthday is, but but we, you know, I'm going. Um, the the older I get, um, the the more I realise how little I know. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, so as a as a young Turk, you know, I knew everything, and as an old buck, I just know that I don't know anything, and I'm like you know, like you, and just just teach me, just learn. Um, I feel the same, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that we've gone through a, a, a crazy year. You know, twenty twenty was a was a, was one of the most serious world events that we've had in nearly seventy years. How has that impacted you, and where, where, where do you see twenty twenty one going? So, I don't think that twenty one will be any different with twenty and. And also part of 22 will not any, be any different. It takes time to uh, roll out all the you know, medications and so on and your new variants. And you have countries like Israel that uh, more than half of the population is already vaccinated and nothing much changed. So I, I, I'm not sure really if there will be the 21 will be much different than 20. Uh, and I'm sorry to share my, my, my <laughs> realistic view. But uh, for me, 2020 was a very good year in terms of business. Very sad in terms of like clients and, and to see what's going on. And I, I, I have plans for almost everything. Of course, I, I did not expect Corona to hit and pandemic, right? But I do have plans for a shitty day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I had a plan for what's going on when everything goes down. And in December, when I saw the virus in Wuhan in, in, in China, I did plus one plus one and I understood it's coming here. Like, you know, because yep. when you say that you're going to close Wuhan in a week, guess Sounds what like other serious. people will do? Yeah, all of them are flying out to other countries. So it, it made sense. And I also shared it on my on my YouTube. And also in March, I also told people to, 
they need to consider to cash out from the stock market. And I was lucky to, to do it in this following day, market crashed. So I was very lucky to, to catch it on time. And I had just executed my, my plan. And the plan that I executed uh, gave me 2020 was one of the best years in, in any business that they had. And it's just because I had a plan for a rainy day. So what does 2021 look like for you? Basically, uh, I don't want to work too much. So I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I love your, your favorite saying is that I'm lazy. And, and I, yeah. reckon that's the, I reckon the most successful entrepreneurs are the lazy entrepreneurs, not, not, in a, not in a derogatory way, not in a lazy sit around doing nothing all day. Yeah. But la- lazy and ha- really happy to have other people do what is not their genius and, and find really quick and easy ways to do what could take forever, right? If just by taking a little, as you say, taking a little bit of time to, to plan. So, so I just love that when you say that, you know, I'm lazy. I just, it, it's beautiful. I, I am lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy and I'm, I'm very happy to share my money with others. So when, you know, money coming in, I'm very happy to keep even 10% of the money and distribute it to very good developers and very good project managers or whatever it is. Right. And keep a little bit and lots of people making money and it's, it's great. So I'm perfectly okay with that. Right. And, and so 2021 for you is? I'm, I'm trying to, to work less for sure. Uh, I'm working now. I wake up at five. I go to sleep around midnight. This is not the type of life I planned for myself at 46. So mm-hmm. I, I, need, I need to slow down for sure. I also get, uh, I'm right now my new office is on the lake. I have lots of toys that I bought for, for the summer, lots of boats and, and kayak and whatever it is. So I'm planning to be much more on the, on, on the sea than, uh, than in the office. Very so that's nice. that's 21. Very nice. And, well, good luck with that because, um, you know, hard work always uh, deserves a, a reward. Finally, what's the one thing that you're curious about now and, and why? So I'm, I'm right now about, uh, about health. So I'm doing my, my ice, uh, ice dips. So I'm now able to do 10 minutes in, in freezing water, which in three minutes you should die because you're getting hypothermia and you start to decline. So I'm doing now 10 minutes um, into intermediate fasting. So I, I eat only a few hours a day. Rest of the day, just water and, and non-sugary drinks, just not to spike the insulin levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into sports all my life, martial arts and different types of sports. So that's ongoing and it's, it's lots of fun. But that, that's more an interest to me right now, how to be able to change the things that you know, medical doctors will say, if you do that, you will die. Right. Let's check it out. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Uh, um, well, I look forward to uh, to hearing more about that. Um, and I'm imagining that that also gives you energy to continue to do what you're trying to do. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you know how, how drained it is to, to go to a session, all those high-level sessions that your CPU is drained. So when you're finishing, you know, two or three of them, before I used to finish my day. I just yeah, right. learning like three meetings a day and I, I finish. And now I'm doing two, three, about 12 p.m. 12, yeah, 12 p.m. I'm going to uh, do uh, ice diving and then I'm coming back. 
Right. I'm all new. Right. Yeah. The system is is getting to survival yes. mode, and now you're new. So you've recharged and rebooted. It's absolutely <laughs> a reboot. Yeah. 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 Um, Leos, thanks so much. R- really appreciate you um, taking you. out of time. Uh, you know, and, um, it, you know, you've got a very successful business and I do really appreciate you taking the time here. Of course. If you've enjoyed listening to Lior and his inspiring story and would like to hear more of the same, all you need to do is subscribe and you'll never miss out. You'll find all the links to Leor's website, his YouTube videos on the Zoho CRM, and the services of Amazing Business Results in the show notes below. Leo has created a successful business by being very focused on his genius, providing quality solutions with a real go-giver attitude, as well as surrounding himself with quality people. It's a true win-win-win formula. If you'd like help developing a strategy and plan to also focus on your genius, and you're ready to go from the do-it-yourself model to a being intentionally lazy by becoming a better delegator, then connect with me for a complimentary call. My deep dive analysis and intentional roadmap strategy is a tried and proven program ready for you to implement. My name's Stephen Sandor from Inspiring Business, and there are plenty of additional resources on our website at www.inspiringbusiness.net, and we are across all the socials. Thank you for listening to the Inspiring Business Podcast and my wish is to inspire and energize you to take action so you can make a difference in your and other lives. Mm-hmm.